If you've ever struggled to find things to be grateful for, if you've heard all the research about why it's so important to be grateful, but you're still struggling with it, or you simply want to have a life filled with more gratitude, then this episode is for you. Hello, I'm Jerry Henderson. I'm your host, and welcome to the Permission to Love podcast, where we discuss how we can fully love ourselves, others, and life itself. I want to remind you that if you haven't had a chance yet to subscribe or to follow this podcast, please do so because that's going to keep you updated on when new episodes are coming out. And I don't want you to miss any future episodes. So today, let's talk about gratitude. Now, there's a ton of research on gratitude. All you have to do is a simple Google research, and you'll see all kinds of articles from Stanford, from Harvard, from the University of California that talk about the benefits of gratitude and what it does to our relationships, our emotions, our mental health, our physical health. I mean, there's loads of benefits. Now, with all of that in mind, there's still some of us who really struggle with the practice of gratitude. And you might be listening to this and saying, hey, I know all of that. I know the research. People have told me, my therapist has told me, I've watched videos on it, etc. But I still can't find a way to be grateful. What's wrong with me? Well, in today's episode, I hope to be able to address some of that and look at it specifically through the eyes of us who've experienced trauma in our life and the resulting shame and the other impacts that trauma has had on our life and why that might be one of the key reasons why you're struggling with being able to practice gratitude in your life. So let's go ahead and start talking about trauma and its impact on our ability to be grateful or to practice gratitude. I recently heard a speaker talk about this who had experienced trauma in his life. And he was talking to a friend and the friend asked him, he said, well, can you be grateful for anything? Can you find anything in your life right now to be grateful for? And his response was, no, I can't find anything. And his friend's response to him was, wow, what's wrong with you that you're not able to even find one thing to be grateful for? Well, I don't think that was maybe the most healthy response from his friend, but people who haven't experienced trauma or haven't experienced many of the things that the people who listen to this podcast have, it is a disconnect for them to be able to understand how you can't find something, even one thing to be grateful for at times in your life. Well, the good news is, The person who was sharing that with his friend eventually found out how to practice gratitude in their life and was able to heal from a lot of the things uh, that they were being challenged with because of the practice of gratitude. But they went on to find ways to be grateful in spite of their friend's immediate response. See, that's the thing. We often think that there's something wrong with us. We're not able to easily do the things that we hear others are able to do or the things that they're encouraging us to do. And so we translate that as something wrong with me versus the approach of asking the question, what happened to me that's causing me to have this challenge to be grateful in my life? So when I heard that speaker tell that story, man, I could absolutely relate to that. I remember a season in my life where I couldn't find anything to be grateful for. It was an absolute struggle. There was a season where I struggled just to even get out of bed. There was nothing in that day that I was looking forward to or that I was grateful for that was going to motivate me to get out of that bed. I remember a whole week one time where the only reason I got out of bed was because I had to to go to the bathroom. I remember times where it was a struggle to even be motivated to brush my teeth or to get into the shower. I know that may sound like a lot, 
But I know there's people listening to this podcast that can relate to that, that level of just feeling so depressed, so exhausted with life that you can't even find the energy to be grateful. Well, eventually I was able to crawl out of that hole and that's exactly what it was like, was crawling out of this dark hole and it took time to get out of that state. But as I began to get out of that state and look back, what I realized was that there wasn't something wrong with me. There had been things that had happened to me that had trained me to look for the negative, to train me to look for danger because I needed to. I needed to be able to look for the worst case scenario. And we've talked about this in another episode called the impact that trauma has on our ability to think positively. And see, that was what was happening with me. That was what was happening with that speaker that I mentioned before. And that might be what's happening with you. The ability to be grateful just isn't a practice or a discipline or a part of your story or your journey because you had to spend so much time looking for what might go wrong. You were looking for the things that were probably going to harm you. You were looking for those signals from people as to whether or not they were going to show up in a loving manner or they're going to show up in a very threatening manner. And so all of that stuff didn't really give us capacity to sit around and think about things to be grateful for because our capacity was spent on thinking about those signals that we needed to look for, those moments that we knew that were going to come, that were going to continue to traumatize us. Now, the challenge is even when we get out of that traumatic environment or that traumatic situation, we get wired into looking for the things that are negative, looking for the things that might be warning signals. And so we're not wired to look for things to be grateful for. So I want you to think about these three T's that you might have experienced or that you might be experiencing that have really caused you to have a challenge with practicing gratitude. The first one we've talked about is trauma. And then that trauma led us to a certain training or a way of looking at life and looking at people that then went on to lead us into a certain temperament, a way that we kind of walked around on this planet. And it wasn't one that was looking for things to be grateful for. Now, the reason I'm mentioning all of this is I'm trying to take away the shame, the self-judgment, and the feeling that something is wrong with you because you're struggling so much to find things to be grateful for. Because if you're really struggling with the practice of gratitude, there's a reason. And we often just try to force our way through things and go, just be grateful. Just try to practice gratitude. What's wrong with you? Why can't you be like so-and-so? Well, so-and-so doesn't have your story. So-and-so doesn't have your experience or your journey. So be kind and compassionate to yourself and realize that your gratitude journey is going to be a little bit different. And the first place to start is realizing that there's all of this story, all of this impact that's having an effect on your ability to practice gratitude. So with that in mind, does that mean that we just give up on trying to practice gratitude? No, it just means that we take it from a different approach. We take it from maybe a more mindful approach and one that we realize that we are retraining ourselves and we're starting from a place that's probably different from where other people are starting and that's okay. So let's start to talk about why it is so important to practice gratitude in our healing journey. And I hope as I share these things, it might bring some motivation to you. Now, I know it might be hard to try to find that motivation, 
but you can do it. And I hope these things that I'm going to share can really help you understand how gratitude can move you more closely to the goals that you want, the healing that you want, and the transformation that you want in your life. Now, the first thing is that gratitude really does change the way that we think, and it actually changes our brains. It begins to rewire us. It begins to put new grooves in our brain to where we experience things and we look at things, both the past, the present, and the future. We've got a different set of wiring, a different set of pathway that our brains will begin to go down instead of going down the negative route or going down the route that says, I have nothing to be grateful for. My entire life is a disaster. Everything's going wrong. You see, that's a highway in our brain that's been grooved, that we have easy access to because we're so used to going there. So now what we're trying to do is put a new pathway and gratitude is one of the highest energies that we can step into. And it's one of the quickest ways to begin to rewire our brains, to begin to see the positive things that are happening in our lives and the positive things about ourselves. So our thoughts, what we're thinking, the thoughts of gratitude will really begin to shift our lives and it'll really begin to help rewire us. And what that will do as we begin to practice thoughts of gratitude, it will then begin to lead to our awareness of things to be grateful for because you're actually going to be looking for things to be grateful for at that point. Your awareness shifts. It's like when you buy a new car. We've talked about this before. You buy a new blue car, a certain model, let's say a Tesla, and then all of a sudden you see every blue Tesla that's on the road these days. Well, you didn't see those blue Teslas before you got the car or before you were thinking about buying the car. Before that, they were kind of oblivious to you because they weren't important to you. And now you see them everywhere and you have a sense of kinship with those other Tesla owners. Well, what happened? That blue Tesla became a part of something that was important to you. You began to think about it and then it became something you were aware of and you started to see it everywhere. That's what gratitude will start to do. You'll start to think thoughts of gratitude. It'll become important to you. And then your awareness will begin to see things in your life to be grateful for. I remember a season in my life where I couldn't see anything to be grateful for, as I shared before. And all I could see was negative. Everything that was coming into my purview, whether it was positive or negative, felt negative to me because that's where my thinking pattern was. I was always looking at the worst of anything and everything that showed up in my life. My awareness was actually looking for the negative. So what did I notice? The negative things. And the positive things were just bypassing me every single day, just like that blue Tesla going on the highway every single day, just bypassing the awareness of a person who doesn't have a blue Tesla, but they're seeing all of the other things that are important to them. You see, what was important to me at that time was reinforcing my negative belief system. That's really important for us to understand that when we notice the negative, we're reinforcing a negative belief system that we have about ourselves, about others, and about life that all got wired into us as a result of our environment and as a result of that trauma and result of the experiences that we've had in life. So now if we can begin to practice gratitude, 
what will happen is our awareness will begin to look for things to be grateful for. And this will even start to happen at a very subconscious level because so much of this is happening at a subconscious level. You got wired for certain ways as a result of the experiences that you had. And now at a subconscious level, you're looking for things negative. You're looking for things to not be grateful for. And so you have blinders on your eyes subconsciously about all of the things that you could be grateful for. Now, remember, don't judge yourself if you're not able to see the things in your life to be grateful for. You may be at a place in your life where you're not even able to be grateful for your family, for your work, for your health, or for anything. That's okay. It's okay that you're at that place in life. And acceptance of the fact that you're at that place will allow you to move towards a place of healing. So, as you begin to practice gratitude, your awareness is going to begin to shift. All of a sudden, you're going to begin to intentionally and randomly begin to find things and see things to be grateful for. So now as we begin to think thoughts of gratitude and gratefulness, and we've begun to shift our awareness of things to be grateful for, the next thing that begins to happen is our entire energy begins to change. The field of energy that's around us goes from one that's negative to one that's more positive and one that's grateful. And people actually begin to comment on the energy shift that has happened with you. They'll begin to notice that it's different being in your presence. And they'll begin to see that there's something different about you because you're actually putting out a different energy field as a grateful person. You can look at the research. We don't have time to go into it on this podcast, but you can see the research where they've studied people's energy field as a result of the practice of gratitude. And once again, gratitude is one of the highest levels of energy that you can begin to send out and one of the highest levels of energy for your own healing. Now, if you do want to just take a peek at Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, you'll see that one of the practices that he really encourages people to do in their healing and in their life change is the practice of gratitude. And we'll talk a little bit about that later in this episode. So let's continue because as your thoughts change, your awareness changes and your energy changes, guess what happens next is what you attract changes. Now you can go chicken and egg on this. It's like, am I attracting something or am I just beginning to notice it or whatever? Well, here's the thing. I really believe in the law of attraction that you're going to attract who you are, what you are, not simply what you want. You're going to attract who you are, what you are, and the energy that you're putting out. So as you begin to put out the energy of gratitude, life is going to begin to bring you more things to be grateful for. You're going to find more things to be thankful for. Now that might be because you're looking for them, and it might also be because other people are noticing that your energy's changed and they want to be around you now. Whatever the case is, you will actually begin to attract new opportunities, new things to be grateful for, new relationships. All of that's going to begin to unfold as a result of gratitude. So now you might be saying, that's great. That's all wonderful stuff. But what do I do? I'm really struggling with being able to practice gratitude. So let me go through some quick tips that really helped me and help people that I coach and work with in learning to practice gratitude. And the first one is this. Don't wait to practice gratitude until you have something to be grateful for 
or until you think you have something to be grateful for. Because reality is we all have things to be grateful for no matter what our situation, no matter what our circumstance, we all have something to be grateful for. It might just be the fact that breath is coming into our lungs and it's coming out of our lungs. That may be all that you can find to be grateful for. But the reality is we all have something to be grateful for. So we can't wait until we think we have something to be grateful for or until we feel like we have a reason to be grateful. The mind that does not allow you to be grateful now will not allow you to be grateful in the future. We all have this concept, we've all gone through it, that we'll be grateful when. When this happens, I'll be grateful. When my life changes, I'll be grateful. When I have things to be grateful for, then I'll be grateful. The reality is, you being grateful now will bring things in your life to be grateful for, and it'll show you the things that are in your life right now that you can begin to practice gratitude for. The second thing is very related to the first, which is gratitude is not circumstantial. It is a mindset. It is a way of looking at life. Yes, good things will come and we can be grateful for them, but we don't want to place our dependency for gratitude on the circumstances that we're experiencing. Why? Because everything changes. Nothing stays the same. Everything's temporal. And that's good news. This too shall pass. This too shall pass, which is negative. This too shall pass, which is positive. And that's okay. There's beauty in the changes of life. A tree its leaves fall, and none of us get upset about that. We just watch the natural cycle of life. The challenge becomes, in our life, we think that everything that's good needs to stay the way that it is. But the good staying the way that it is doesn't allow for new good to come into your life. There are things that need to change, even good things, so that it makes space for new things, even better things, to come into your life. So we don't want our gratitude to be based off of circumstances because what happens is then it's given to us and it's taken away. And it's given to us and it's taken away. And then all of a sudden we're servants to circumstances instead of taking control of what we feel and what we think and how we respond to how life shows up to us. So that moves me on to the third point, which is gratitude is a choice. I know that feels like a bumper sticker or just a little happy phrase, and you might have heard that so many times, and you might be feeling like, yeah, no, gratitude's not a choice. It's, you know, all this stuff that's negative that's stuck in my body, and I need to find a way to release it, etc. Yes, I 110% agree with all of the facts that trauma gets stored in us, and that it's difficult, and there's a lot of what our responses are at times that don't feel like a choice, but... I want to empower you to know that you are in control, that you have control of your mind, you have control of where you place your awareness, and we want to take our power back by saying that gratitude is a choice. Saying that gratitude is a choice is not a condemning statement, a judgment statement. It's not a statement of saying you're getting something wrong. What it's doing, it's allowing you to be empowered. It's allowing you to realize that you can choose gratitude and that you are not helpless and powerless to the circumstances and the feelings that you have. Saying that gratitude is a choice 
is one of empowerment to let you know that you have the power and the ability to be grateful. You still have that power. And don't let your past or any other person take that away from you. Don't let other things and other people take away your power to be grateful. Okay, so let's talk about some really practical things that you can do if you're starting the practice of gratitude and kind of getting up out of that hole of not being able to be grateful. And the first thing is this, realize that all the research says that you don't have to have like a 24-7 uh, you know, practice of gratitude. The research is really clear that you only have to find one moment a day to express some meaningful gratitude and that will begin to rewire you and help you develop a practice of gratitude. So don't get overwhelmed by thinking that you're going to have to do this 24-7, set these goals that, you know, if I don't feel gratitude all day long, I'm doing something wrong. No, the research is clear. Just one moment a day, a very small moment is all it takes to feel grateful about something and something specific and be able to feel that sense of gratitude. That's really going to get you started on your path to practicing gratitude. The second thing that's really helpful is a gratitude journal. I know we hear a lot about this and you might be dismissive of that and you might not be a journaler and this may not work for you and that's okay. Don't judge yourself if you're not a gratitude journaling practice type of person. But there is some real truth to the mind, hand, body, emotion connection to writing out things to be grateful for. You might want to practice this at the end of your day. Really quickly, you can write out three things that you were grateful for that day. It doesn't have to be extensive. It doesn't have to be three pages. It can just be three sentences. Or you can start it in the beginning of your day. Hey, I'm grateful that I woke up. I'm grateful that I have a bed to sleep in. I'm grateful that I drew breath or whatever it is that you can find to be grateful for. And I do want to encourage you just as a kind of personal story here that there was a time when my therapist was asking me to be grateful and I couldn't figure out anything to be grateful for that I just went as basic as I could go. And I said, I'm grateful that I'm drawing breath right now. I'm grateful that I'm not sleeping out in the cold in Colorado at the time I was living in Colorado at that time. And I'm grateful that I had food today. That in itself started the journey of finding more things to be grateful for. So start as simple as you need to. Don't judge yourself once again. Just start really simple, something very simple that you can be grateful for. And it doesn't have to be three things. It can be one thing. Is there one thing that you can be grateful for, write down, and actually really try to connect with as a practice of gratitude? The third thing that can be really practical and helpful is gratitude meditations or gratitude prayers, whatever your practice is, where you take time and you get still and you really begin to feel and to meditate on something to be grateful for and really meditate on or pray through the feeling of gratefulness and gratitude and beginning to even say the words that you're grateful and connecting with that emotion. I know for me, I had to actually get away from everything, sit in solitude and silence, begin to meditate, begin to spend time in prayer and just sit there and connect and begin to feel and take the moment to imagine what does gratitude feel like? When was there a time in my life that I felt grateful and connect with that emotion? And what that was doing was it was training my mind and my body to feel it, to be comfortable with it, 
and then begin to look for things to be grateful for, to have that connection to gratitude again. Now, the final practical tip I'll give in today's episode is that when something shows up in your life to be grateful for, notice it, pause, take a moment, and express gratitude. Say it, feel it, connect with it in that moment. Because what we're doing, right, we're starting that practice of being aware of looking for things to be grateful for. And so when they do show up, let's not just run right by it. Let's not just kind of, you know, dismiss it. Let's actually take a moment and be grateful for it. It might be as small as what happened to me the other day, which isn't really that small. It's actually huge if you think about it. I was on a hike and I was going up the Manitou Incline, which is about 2,700 steps straight up and you're gaining altitude and you're getting exhausted and it's no joke. I mean, it is not uh, a simple hike. It is a very aggressive hike, at least for me. Some of you might you know, have done it and done it very easily, uh, but for me, it is a pretty intense workout. And so when I got to the top of the incline, after all of that, you know, exercise, all that work, I took a moment and I began to practice gratitude. And I was grateful for the fact that I was there, that I was in that moment, that I was drawing breath. And I just took a moment and I allowed the sun to hit my face. And I began to express gratitude for the feeling of the sun falling on my face, the warmth of that, to be alive in that moment, to feel my heart beating and pumping blood through my system, and just taking a moment and saying, I'm grateful for this. I'm expressing gratitude that I'm here and I'm able to experience this. So when things show up in your life, whatever it is that you can connect with to express some gratitude towards, do that. Because if we don't, if we just let it pass by and we don't take a pause, we're beginning to fall back into old patterns of not looking for, noticing, and allowing ourselves to be grateful for the blessings that we have, which is then once again, what training us differently, undoing the wiring, which will lead ultimately to a different temperament that we have. We're going to actually wind up with a more grateful temperament, and it's actually going to change the way that we're showing up in life as a result of practicing gratitude. And it's actually going to begin to heal a lot of those sources of trauma. It's going to actually help release, at least in my case, those places in my body where that trauma was stored because I was actually, in a way, creating pathways for that trauma to be released by not having it shoved down with all of that negative energy and beginning to allow that positive energy of gratitude to clean out my system. There is a spiritual truth that gratitude will actually begin to clean out your system of some of those negative feelings and those things that are stored in your body. So the practice of gratitude goes well beyond just feeling good emotionally. It begins to transform our entire lives if we allow it to. Okay, now I'm going to close out with just one more thought for you. And it's this. Find things about yourself to be grateful for. Here's a little secret. A lot of the times when we're having such a struggle to be grateful, it's because we're not grateful for ourselves. We're so down on ourselves. And that's really the key to all of this. And this is why it's a part of this whole entire Permission to Love uh, podcast episode is because it really does come back to us 
in giving ourselves permission to be grateful for ourselves. You see, when we're not noticing the good things about ourselves and all we're doing is noticing the negative about ourselves, guess what? That's actually what's bleeding out into our surrounding. That's what's actually bleeding out into our world. We're basically taking what's happening on the inside and we're manifesting it on the outside. We're taking the belief about ourselves that there's nothing good about us, that we can't be grateful for who we are. Uh, and all of that is actually manifesting our world. And if we'll start to practice gratitude about ourselves and we'll begin to notice that the world around us begins to show up in a way that we're a lot more grateful for because we're actually starting with ourselves, which is the core root issue of everything that's happening in our lives. Remember, our relationship with ourselves is determining everything else, every other relationship, how life is showing up. So if we can begin to be grateful for just one thing about ourselves, just find one thing that you can be grateful for about yourself. It can be very simple. And then begin to take the next week and really begin to focus in on and express gratitude for that thing about yourself. Now, it's going to feel uncomfortable. It might feel prideful. It might feel whatever. You might have all these things that are telling you why you can't do that. Remember, that's just programming and that's training. So now if you can just begin to start to retrain that by finding that one thing to be grateful for about yourself, you're really going to begin to transform your gratitude practice because you're starting at what the actual issue is and it's you and you beginning to see that you can be grateful for who you are. You can find a way to be grateful for the person that you are, the story, your journey, where you're at in life. And when that gets healed, when gratitude starts to happen with this, with this person, you, you'll begin to have a much more robust practice of gratitude because you're seeing life through the lens of a person who's grateful for themselves. And that energy is transforming everything else in your life. So remember, as always, all of these things take some time. We didn't get trained uh, to see the negative overnight, and we're not going to get trained overnight uh, to feel the practice of gratitude as a normal part of our daily rhythm. But here's something that I want you to remember, and I hope will give you hope and encouragement that I have found, and I've found with many people that I've worked with, is that it actually happens quicker and easier to wire in the positive than what it took to wire in the negative. So I hope that's a hopeful thought for you that as you're doing this, even though it seems like it's taking a while to make changes, those changes are happening sometimes in months or maybe in a 12-month period. But think about it this way. It may have taken you 30 years, 40 years to get all that negative wiring to happen in your life. And that's getting undone in a much shorter period. So be patient, be encouraged. Those transformational things are going to happen in your life if you give them time. Now, I want to encourage you to do one thing, one action I want to encourage you to take. So I want you to find me on Instagram, and you can find me at Jerry A. Henderson. And I want you to send me a DM with the word gratitude, because I'm going to ask you to do something with me. I'm going to ask you to go on a seven-day journey of practicing gratitude. I know I often need help. I often need reminders. And so if you'll send me the word gratitude in my DM, I'm going to be sending out daily messages for the next seven days to begin to share thoughts about gratitude, encouragement around gratitude, and just do a little bit of a seven-day gratitude challenge with you. So if that's helpful for you, find me on Instagram at Jerry A. Henderson. 
Now, finally, just as a last reminder, if you do need help in your journey in healing your relationship with yourself, you can find out more information about my coaching program at jerryhenderson.org forward slash coaching. As a result of some of the feedback that I've gotten from many of you, I've actually changed up some things. I'm offering different packages, different services, etc. So you can find out more information there at jerryhenderson.org forward slash coaching. Well, thank you again, as always, for taking your time to listen to another episode of the Permission to Love podcast. And guess what? I am grateful for you. I say that in every episode. And the reason I do is because I want you to know that I am truly grateful for you. And I hope it also reminds you to be grateful for the things and the people that are in your life. And remember, as always, you are worthy of your own love.